You're listening to Art Happens Here, the podcast that explores the often curious and occasionally amazing art installations on, in, and around the campuses of Lansing Community College. I'm your host, Bruce Mackley. Dr. Brent Knight, former LCC president, welcome back to Art Happens Here. Well, good to be with you. This is great. I was so looking forward to this. Um, Thanks for coming back. I would love to delve into your transformational vision. What you did here, I think, is unprecedented, given the fact that ambient learning and placemaking were foreign objects up until about 10 years ago. The value of, because, you know, I've read, and there's a whole thing with high expectations of students. And if you have high expectations of them, they typically have high expectations of themselves. And some of the environments that we built here and designed, they have this kind of flair that to me elevates self-expectation. You know, you walk into one of these rooms with a ceiling and the um, periodic table done a certain way and it's beautiful. You feel like you're being taken seriously as a student. You're being respected as a student. Tell me a little bit about how you feel about that and the power of that as it relates to a company or a school's brand. Well... A college is about learning, and that's really what we're here to do. And so I like learning, and how can I help people to learn, large and small? So when I was in college, I had reason to see uh, some buildings at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, and on one of them in limestone It's what's past is prologue. And I saw that when I was 19, maybe. And I remembered it always. So, okay, now I'm president of a community college. Uh, Well, what can I do like that that people would remember always? What could that be? So that got me started in ambient learning. And so if you're just walking across the campus or you're walking down a hallway, I tried to enable as many things as I could that would help you to learn. And it didn't matter what it was. It's better than nothing. A blank wall, you're not going to learn anything. But if I can do something, like we have the Supreme Court graphic in arts and sciences just in the hallway, And, gee, you might remember Thurgood Marshall for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And if there was nothing there, there'd be nothing for you to remember. And with art and sculpture, colleges teach humanities and the importance of humanities. Okay, well, I am furthering that and reinforcing that when the college itself appreciates art and sculpture. So that's all a part of doing everything I can to enable ambient learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it rubs off. It can't not rub off on you, you know. Uh, it's just like regular art, you know. It, art's done its thing if it's changed your mind just a little for the better or worse. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's great. And we have like the cube that you designed mm-hmm. most expertly, 
and it's the cube has turned into one of the favorites, and we're never sure what's going to be a favorite and mm-hmm. what's not. You don't know until yeah. you do them, mm-hmm. and the pencils turned out to be a favorite. Mm-hmm. I never would have predicted that, but like with the cube, I'm not suggesting that everybody has to like the cube, but look at it, mm-hmm. have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Gee, I would like the cube better if it was this or that. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. You're learning about art, expressing yourself, and there's value in that. And plus, it's just plain fun to look at. And then next to it, we have the stainless steel, and that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And little kids put their palm on there. Mm-hmm. And that sculpture kind of wiggles in the wind. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is all great fun. Yeah. Well, I've seen more than once over the years um, students taking selfies in front of these. And I've also seen uh, specifically with geometry and back of admin and the tumbling blocks that Jim Cunningham finished, those stainless steel tumbling blocks over, I think it was in the corner of Shiawassee in Washington, professional photo shoots with, you know, photographers and all their equipment and somebody dressed up like models that are standing with these things as rich backdrops because they're just so visually compelling. Yeah, the tumbling blocks, I would think you could photograph many different ways. Oh, they climb up there. They'll climb up there and lean into it. And uh, I can only imagine how cool it looks in a, from a portfolio standpoint in a photo book. And the umbrellas mm-hmm. near the clock tower, mm-hmm. students do selfies of that, that that's far more common than I had imagined. Yeah, yeah. Well, something that strikes me as particularly unique and visionary, I'm sorry, I'm going to gush a little bit because it is really cool. The amount of regional heritage that you've pulled into and woven into LCC's fabric here. Um, I will cite naming the buildings Huron and Mackinac. Yeah. Uh, there are the General Motors um conference rooms out at West. Um, there was an early project that you did with lawnmowers that were built here yeah, in Lansing. Yeah, real, real. Right. And people were scratching their heads at it. But after a while, it, they start to get it, that you're elevating, again, with the word elevation, but you're raising LCC's pedigree. I don't know what the word would be, but weaving it into that rich regional history. Well, when you start out on that as a president and you, you get started, people wonder about your mental condition. (laughs) And I'm aware of that, but I would just press on. Uh And so the college where I worked before I came to LCC, I did a long hallway graphic on why the streets were named as they were. Mm -hmm. Like one of them was Cermak Avenue. Well, that was named after Anton Cermak. And I explained why. So When I was in Louisiana, I did one about petroleum and the various compounds in petroleum. I had worked at that over time, and I was delighted that General Motors gave us permission to use their brand names in the conference rooms at West Campus because General Motors has been a big part of Lansing for over a hundred years. And that's very much this community. So I always look for ways to do that. 
Yeah, it's it's so enriching because there are lives before ours that worked the same hours that we work. They had the same hopes and dreams that we had. Well, David Seawick teaches history here, and David collaborated with us numerous times on a number of projects, has his own podcast here called Land Stories, and they go into all those hidden things that you never would have guessed because you're busy in your day-to-day, and you stop and, and you consider it, and it gives you an appreciation for the scope of time that's passed here in this area. And I will say that General Motors, that is quite a compliment because I remember working at an agency, GM was a big client, and they were they guarded those logos, the brand, everything about it was sacred, and I'm sure it still is, but it was well, uh, quite... People told me I'd never get that, that they would oh. never do that. And I was just thrilled yeah. when we did... And, you know, we have the General Motors electric car oh, yeah, the there, mm-hmm. and we have the one of the early Toronados mm-hmm. there. So I'm very fond of all of that and delighted that we could do it. I think that reflects their trust in you and their regard for this place being what it is, because it is, it's regarded. And one of our coolest projects, of course, is that robot at West Campus. Yeah, that was a blast. That was that was abundantly cool where we took an old GM robot that was obsolete and and scrap, yeah. frankly. Yeah. And we turned it into a most attractive piece and that we have the programs at West Campus and robotics and that is representative and students I wasn't sure how it was going to be received until I saw students doing selfies Mm -hmm. and I thought oh boy (laughs) we hit it right because if the kids like it then they'll appreciate it and it'll serve that purpose and it's kind of an icon of a sort yeah well it was one of my favorite projects to work on and you placed an awful lot of trust with me in, uh, and with uh, AIS uh, out there painting it and bringing it up to the art object that it is today. And I looked at it the other, like a couple of weeks ago, and it's aged fine. Still looks yeah. great. And then I said, hey, let's have a, a saber, a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure that was another occasion where people, again, questioned my mental standing. But then staff guys figured it out they owned it and then they owned it they i didn't create it yeah. they did we were all like a bunch of little kids from that project and yeah and i thought whoa two this, and a half tons this is abundantly cool yeah. and like many of these projects i mean yeah i had an idea but that was only five percent of the project wow. and Everybody, 95% was figuring out how to do it and then how to do it successfully. And, and like the same, how big is it? How, what diameter is it? How long is it? How do we make it work? How do we fasten it? You have all those problems to solve. Oh, yeah. And I had great people here who were delighted to solve them. It was terrifying. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I would just sprinkle the ideas mm-hmm. and then they would do them. They were not expensive yeah. and they were great fun for many people to do. And I don't want to give the impression that I told them, no, I didn't tell. No, you never did. I didn't tell anybody. You never did. I, I would, 
I would talk in metaphors and concepts and mm-hmm. maybes, and then people took it from there. And we have, like Lee the electrician, he would solve, I would say, you know, I think we could light this. And then a few weeks later, he would do something and he'd say, well, what do you think of that? Yeah. And then it would be lit. That was typical of how we would approach things. It is. Well, the trust factor. And I had Josh Reisner on a number of weeks ago. Josh, if you recall, painted our portrait of Malcolm X. And we were reflecting. And I remember telling him, that given your, you know, your appreciation for and your ability, actually, with art, because I've seen your work, you would be considered a frustrated artist. I always say light the fuse and step back and just kind of let it this, plant the seed and let it take hold and then we'd start to own it and then there would be the, and it would grow and there was this, uh, these teams that worked together to come up with these and you know we had failures we tripped and stumbled a little bit here and there and I was forgiven you know we didn't we didn't waste money I mean I think that we were very efficient in doing a lot of this stuff and they do they come out having the honor of doing like the robot arm for a 10 million dollar robotics training facility that's one of a kind in the Midwest, or it was when it was, I'm talking about the Center for um, Manufacturing Excellence at West there. It sits out there as a beacon as, at the entrance. It's a very big deal for a designer to to do that. And it was a lot of fun. Well, you mentioned the Malcolm X painting. Yes. And the story on the Malcolm X painting was, I wish to be inclusive. I wish everyone to be welcome here. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, well, what can you do to suggest that everyone is welcome. And also I was mindful that the percentage of black young males is not what it might be. Not just at LCC, but across America in higher education. So what could I do? Mm -hmm. And I had the notion, well, I could do a large oil portrait. Mm -hmm. Well, who would you do it of? And so I thought, well, Malcolm X has a history in in Lansing, Mm -hmm. and he would be a worthy subject. Mm -hmm. And then I had a file in my desk that I would take clippings of, and I'd just put them in there. Mm -hmm. And in my file was an artist, Joshua Reisner, and he's the portrait painter for the state of Michigan. It's arts and residents, actually. Yeah, Capital. he would do mm-hmm. governors and mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. The guy is just an expert portrait artist. And he is. So I invited him mm-hmm. to talk with me, mm-hmm. and then the two of us brainstormed, mm-hmm. and that's how we got the Malcolm X portrait. And then that went so well that we did several others. So... I was delighted, and the quality is just superb. It's it's like a photograph. The, it's the only color representation of Malcolm X because everything else is black and white. Yeah, he had to he had to create that. He did. Yeah, and we had to talk about it at length and the challenges. You know, he had using this body and that with a red background. It's again, it's iconic to LCC. Um, I've seen it used more than a few times as WebEx backgrounds in various meetings here. People regard it. It's that's sacred. It's probably too strong of a word, but it's highly valued and regarded here as part of us, part of what we do. He did the Arab, the hijab 
women That's right. painting as mm-hmm. well, and, and that is in Gannon. That one was even more difficult because I started talking about what I was looking for, mm-hmm. and then he had to interpret that uh-huh. and come up with a sketch and a concept and a product, and he, mm-hmm. he did well with it. Mm-hmm. Talking to Josh and his thought process in getting his head around doing Malcolm X, I mean, he read up on it, he did all this research on it because he had to be mentally at ease and familiar with the subject matter. I mean, due diligence, he, he did his homework. Oh, he did. And it reflected in the, in the final yeah. work. You know, the look on his face, all of it, you know, just masterfully done. Expertly done. Expertly done. And all of our work, our goal was to make excellent professional quality art, one way or another. If it, regardless if it was a sculpture, anything we touched, we tried for the highest level of performance possible. No, we did. And, And perfect ownership. And that was another thing I wanted to touch on while we have a little bit of time is uh, leveraging internal talent. You know, there are a number of things that we worked on here that, and I'll point to the acrylic, um, the mobile sculpture that hangs in the star zone. Then you look at it and you'd say, yeah, six figures easily. I mean, it looks like that. And it wasn't even close. I mean, yes, we used a lot of labor here, people's time and so on, it was designed here. But had you sent that out for bid, I mean, Half million, maybe? Oh, it would have been prohibitively expensive. Oh, yeah. But I was just delighted when we did the renovation there. We had a high ceiling, mm-hmm. high cube space. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, oh, boy, we're going we're to do a mobile. I don't know what, mm-hmm. but we're going to figure this out. And so... We started collaborating on what we could do, and that took us several years. Yeah. I mean, we had ideas, and they were Mm -hmm. cost prohibitive, Mm -hmm. and then we had other ideas, Mm -hmm. and then we finally came up with something that we could do, and then how we were going to fabricate it, and then how we were going to hang it, Mm -hmm. and how far apart, and how many— and how the light would work and how the air movement. And it was all an experiment. Mm-hmm. And you had a huge part in that, as did Tim, Tim Martz and, and his guys. I think it's stunning. There's a number of happy accidents that happened with that particular project. Uh, we had originally, well, two I can think of. Uh, we had originally specced using an acrylic that was turned out to be like 700 bucks a sheet right. for a four by eight sheet. And I'm like, we can't do, we, no, no we, 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 we won't be doing that at all. And then one of the team members, Tanya, found this other stuff that was 150 bucks a sheet. I mean, it was cheap and it was uh, fluorescent acrylic. Right. And you don't see it much because, you know, I think it had a retail application, but it scratches easily. So you don't see it much in retail. And the stuff grabs the light and sends it to the edges, and it looks like it's plugged in. Yeah, it's incredible. So we use that, and then the second happy accident is the design of when you walk in from Washington Square, the ceiling's low. Right. You walk in, and you walk up to the star zone desk, and as you walk out from underneath the low ceiling, all of a sudden, you're confronted with this explosion of color overhead. And they're moving because of Mm -hmm. the air. And we never anticipated that. We didn't understand how they'd glow. Right. And that was done by a group of people who work here. 
they don't do that as their job. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah we, I worked with people. Mm-hmm. I chose people that I thought would enjoy the work yeah. and it, it would be fun for them. Yeah. They could exercise their creativity and be proud of it. And we couldn't have hired it done. I don't think so. We could no. not have afforded it. No. it. It would not have been practical. And we did much of it with our own staff, mm-hmm. most economically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's remarkable. And we do uh, have a consultant, an architect that comes in that will give us blessing. I mean, it was hanging over people's heads and uh, safety thoughts. And then with Brad wanting to swage every single one, you know, for safety, you know, always safety for the students, clearing above everything else. But no, that was a blast to work on. And, you know, it's still there. And we replicated that in, uh, in, in the room that we, uh, we designed for you here. Well, before you left, right. we got a mini curtain of that stuff. And I have some in my office, too. Brad bought me over a box of that. It's hanging in the corner of my office. Yeah, we had to shape it. Oh, yeah. I mean, and... and, and Heat and, it up and bend it. Bend it and get the temperature right. And so there was a lot of complexity beyond what you might think. Yeah, well, I, I've heard more than a couple times people say, it just makes me happy looking at it. I just feel happy. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's I mean, I never get tired of it. Yeah. You know, it's like Brian Bishop's work. I tell him his stuff is so tranquil. It's just peaceful and it centers my brain. You know, it's just wonderful to, to regard and to look at. Brian's uh, creative work going down the stairway Ugh. in Gannon, I haven't seen that for a couple of years. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It is. A die bond. Yeah. yeah. It was very economical. Yeah. It makes a whopping impact. Yeah. Yeah. I had him on a two-part interview and it was, it was a great interview. I'm going to have him back too. I want to talk about education and art a little bit, explore that. You, you know, just quickly on Gannon, on the glass, mm-hmm. on the eastern elevation of Gannon there that has the angles yes. of glass. I came here from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I got that idea from a building on Michigan Avenue. Mm-hmm. And then the architect incorporated a version of it. Mm-hmm. And the college retained an engineer mm-hmm. who made that. And then the college used the same again on the new Gannon parking ramp. One of the towers, it one was of the stairwell towers. Same game plan. And yeah. I'll never forget, Jack Davis was an important person in Lansing. He was an attorney, mm-hmm. very civic-minded. I remember Mr. Davis. And made a great contribution to this community. Mm-hmm. And Jack would tell me how much he liked that glass. And he loved to drive by it, especially in the evening, and look at it. And he would compliment the college for that repeatedly, and I'll never forget that. For me, it was, well, gee, I'm delighted that someone like Jack noticed it and appreciated it, and that was most worthwhile. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the building you're referring to in Chicago is the Spurtis Building in Chicago. And for our listeners, picture... A glass front that a giant peels away and crumples up and then uncrumples and puts back glass. I mean, that's it looked like it had been folded like paper. And then anyway, um, LCC's version is iconic to the school. Uh, I remember uh, filming a commercial and we I wanted I storyboarded that in there. I wanted the sun playing across those windows, the rising sun. 
couple of our team members from media services got up at 4 a.m. and set up the track for the sunrise to come up. Oh, wow. And they, they moved the track to get the sun dancing across those windows, and we included it in the, in the just cool factor, just straight through the roof. And we, then the rolling lawn yep. is right there, mm-hmm. and that and that's a whole other story, oh, yeah. but um, it all works. It does. It does. And that tying that glass intentionally, I think that was uh, Director Martz doing, maybe if I'm not mistaken, making sure that happened. Well, before we wrap up, um, legacy, how do you think you did? Did you accomplish what you thought you did here? Well, I always wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I was always, I loaded us with all we could do. Yeah, it was a f- I filled us full of projects. And so we, we would just go from one project to another to another. And we got a whole lot done. I mean, a thousand images is massive. And the number of sculptures and other works of art of all sorts and landscaping and mitigating the brutalism. Mm-hmm. We did a whole lot. I'm very, very proud of it. Mm-hmm. And my goal was... What could I do as Mm -hmm. president that would be durable, Mm -hmm. make the college a better place for a long time, Mm -hmm. long time in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 60 years? What could it be? Mm -hmm. And we planted trees and made the college just a wonderful asset for the community and a place people would want to be. Mm-hmm. And that was my goal. And we did all that we could. Economically, mm-hmm. we did everything for the lowest amount of money that oh, I know. we I know, possibly could. I pushed to have fancier things done, and you would say, no, we can't, can't do that. You know, um, very eye to the bottom line. The cases, those display cases... In ANS with the the butterflies and the and the in the yeah. brain slices and all that cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was I had somewhat of an axe to grind on the display cases. I in my career I had noticed display cases in colleges without any labels, with labels you couldn't read, mm-hmm. a pile of rocks in a display case that was with you know, dust on it and I had no interest in that. So I wanted to design display cases that were great fun and learning experiences. And we did the migration of the monarch butterfly display yeah. case. We did slices of an actual human brain. Mm-hmm. And those worked very well. We did the writing display case, mm-hmm. have a letter in there from a World War II soldier, mm-hmm. various writing instruments. I think they're compelling and again, that's part of ambient learning. And when you approach Lansing Community College, you begin to learn. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was our goal. Albert Einstein once said, if you always do what you always did, you will always get what you always got. If you want to check out what I've been talking about, just visit this episode at lccconnect.org. Art Happens Here is a production of LCC Connect. Thanks for lending us your imagination.
examining the issues and topics that affect our lives from the local level to the world stage. Listen to the programs of LCC Connect anytime at lccconnect.org. LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. K-12 Operations at Lansing Community College has been a proud collaborator of the Lansing Promise Scholarship since 2012. The Lansing Promise Scholarship offers graduating high school seniors who live within the Lansing School District and attend a high school within district boundaries an opportunity to attend LCC. Since its inception, over 1,000 enrolled students have saved over $2 million, earning over 400 degrees and certificates as well as 30,000 credits at LCC. For more information on the Lansing Promise Scholarship, please visit lcc.edu hope. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. I overdosed on heroin and I lived. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. My desire to change had finally outweighed my desire to stay the same. I felt powerless for so much of my life. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if, if they can think it, they can do it. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. For the first time, I, I finally feel like I'm exactly where I should be, where I want to be. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Melissa Kaplan, and I host a show called Galaxy Forum on LCC Connect. It's all about the creativity in our classrooms and on campus here at LCC and the connections we have with the community. You can catch Galaxy Forum here on LCC Connect or listen anytime at lccconnect.org. The Lansing Community College Foundation provides scholarships that make education possible, change students' lives, and uplift our community. The foundation annually accepts scholarship applications from November through January. Learn more at lcc.edu scholarships. LCC. Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. It's time for Inside LCC an inside look at Lansing Community College's nationally recognized academic programs, state-of-the-art training opportunities, and innovative technology. I'm Andrea Hoagland, Dean of the Arts and Sciences Division. We've got you covered with programs that nourish creativity and exploration, along with transfer and completion options. Listen as the team explores some of our amazing cutting-edge programs and learn through conversations with students, faculty members, and industry experts Hello, this is Mary Stucco, and I'm a full-time professor over in the business program. I teach business and insurance and risk management classes, and we have amazing programs to offer people. We have something that we called an enhanced degree, which you'll see when you come in to register. It is called enhanced. It's also called a three plus one program. And what this means that essentially when you're in business, you're accounting, you're in management, insurance and risk management, there's a lot of schools 
that do a three plus one, which means at, you can take three years of classes at LCC and just one at your four year. And this is very important because it really is a huge cost savings to students. So I want to go over a few of the schools that do this with us. And it can vary a little bit depending on what your major in business is. But for the most part, it's going to be Central Michigan, Davenport, Eastern Michigan, Ferris State, Northwood University, Oakland, and Siena Heights. And there might be a little mix in there, but for the most part, any business majors, whether it's accounting, business administration, you can have the option to do three years at LCC in one year. Now, one of the key things when you are considering doing a three plus one is during your sophomore year, no later than your sophomore year, start talking to that four-year school. You know, definitely interview and figure out which one works best for you. But when you decide you want to move forward, you want to have that serious conversation with their uh, you know, administration folks, with their transfer folks, because uh, way financial aid works, and if you're on financial aid, this is vital, your financial aid needs to switch to that four-year school your junior year. You can still be going to LCC, financial aid will still pay, but it needs to now move on to Northwood or Ferris State University or wherever you decide to go. And that's just how it works. You know, with our government, you need to make sure the financial aid switches. But you're still going, um, usually your junior year, you start doing dual enrollment. So you're going both at LCC and your four-year school at the same time. Um, all of these pretty much have like a, a, a program in the Lansing area. And if not, they have online programs. So you don't have to be driving back and forth to these various schools. Central Michigan, uh, Northwood, Siena Heights, Ferris State all have uh, classrooms in the University Center right here at LCC. So the convenience is huge, but they've all switched to pretty much an online format. So those of our students who are working can go ahead and make adjustments um, in their schedule where they're not having to do everything in the classroom. So we love these, these three plus one or the enhanced degree programs for our business students. It really saves them a lot of money and working with these schools on transferring those credits from LCC to the four-year is a very easy thing to do. So feel welcome to visit our website at lcc.edu, and you can search for whatever program you're interested in, whether it's insurance and risk management, business administration, accounting, management, and you are always welcome to contact the program administrators and ask us questions directly via phone or email. Sharing the voices of Lansing Community College. Visit us at lccconnect.org. LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. The LCC Library empowers the Lansing community to learn, teach, and discover. Located on the second and third floors of the Technology and Learning Center at the corner of Capitol and Shiawassee on LCC's downtown campus, the LCC Library's ambient spaces are available to the public for work, study, or quiet personal projects. In addition, those with memberships at collaborating libraries are free to check out materials from the LCC Library's collections. For more information, visit lcc.edu library. We're celebrating one year of LCC Connect, Lansing Community College's first podcast platform dedicated to keeping you connected with LCC and your community. Catch the vibe by visiting us at lccconnect.org. 
and then click on the Celebrate tab to check out photos, videos, and find out how you can get involved. We are LCC Connect. Voices, vibes, vision. Work, school, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Lansing Community College's Fresh Start program forgives outstanding student balances, allowing students to re-enroll without penalty. Fresh Start does not apply to student loan creditors. Learn more at lcc.edu slash fresh start. LCC. Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. It's time for Stars on Sports, a podcast radio show dedicated to sharing stories about our athletic program at Lansing Community College. LCC Athletics has a strong tradition. 23 national championship wins. Over 170 All-Americans. 19 MCCAA All-Sports Trophies. Stars on Sports will introduce you to individuals that have contributed to our program's success and give you the backstory on what it takes to develop it. We'll also dive into and break down the topics and issues facing athletic departments across the nation and right here at LCC. This is Stars on Sports. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Stars on Sports. As usual, I am joined by our assistant AD and baseball coach, Stephen Cutter. And today, Stephen, we're going to be talking about, you know, we're taping this at the end of the academic semester and, you know, a lot going on at, in our athletic department at the end of a semester. Crazy where time goes. It seemed like Absolutely. we were just, you know, you and I talked the other day about, you know, just doing orientation. But as you know, um, you know, currently we're on the first floor of the Gannon building due to a lot of construction going on in the third and fourth floor of the Gannon building. So I thought we'd dive into that a little bit today and, Sounds you know, good. starting to wrap that up, hopefully. Although, as we both know, the construction timeline always um, gets adjusted throughout the process. So, and I'm sure you've had other experiences with construction, but for Every those... Day. Michigan roads. Yeah, no kidding. Although 496 is open, that was nice. As we again, we're playing at Great Lakes Christian College right now, so going out taking 496 all the way, and you can love it where they've done completed it, but that mile where it's not done is um, pretty bumpy still. So, but yes, orange cones, you know, 
as they say in Michigan, you got construction season in summer, so or vice winter in construction winter, yeah. season. But we're experiencing it too in our athletic department and good things, you know, it, it's a challenge throughout the process. But just like in sport, you got to think of the result, you know, what, what's it going to be when it when it's done and, and how do we work and, and work together to get there? Because a lot of moving pieces in, in the construction process. Currently, um, as we, you know, you know, we're displaced. Our offices are normally on the fourth floor of the Gannon building all by ourselves up there. But now um, they're renovating those, which is exciting. And, and we can dive into those details. But, you know, we're currently on the first floor of Gannon. I'm still in boxes and some things. You've done a better job in your office of cleaning things up and spacing things out. And then also our gymnasium down, which has been down since August 1st. So our volleyball team played all fall at, um, in the Lansing School District at Don Johnson Fieldhouse. And a shout out to the Lansing School District. They've been very helpful for us and for our teams to practice while um, our gym is under construction. And they're doing not a lot of aesthetic work up there, more behind the scenes work that the Gannon building over 40 years old with the pandemic and everything. The thing they've been able to take place financially to do the HVAC system, that's the big thing that's getting done in the gymnasium. But lighting and drinking systems will also be improved. But I've been here a little over a year. And, and when I came in, uh, you know, a year ago, the year before we, you know, our athletic program was shut down because of, of the pandemic. Then last year, we don't have a parking ramp because that was being built. And, and when I took the job with a big hole in the ground, and then a year later, we have a beautiful parking facility. So, uh, you know, that was a very difficult situation to navigate through for athletic events. And now this year we're without a gymnasium for half the year and, and you get it too. I mean, you, you have a facility that's off site, and, you know, and in baseball, you're constantly working on your facility to make it better. It takes a lot of work to maintain with, you know, the special infield surface and grass and, and those intermingling pieces. So what's your take on, on construction and, and how it relates to your program and our, the whole athletic program in general too? I think in general, sports is uh, it is a great preparer for what's going to happen in life. So we talk about, you know, maybe what happened in 20, you mentioned some stuff that happened in 21 and 22 and different uh, hurdles in the road. And, I, you know, we, we have no clue what the next hurdle is going to be next year. But right now it's it's a gym that's closed multiple sports that are trying to play at different places in a season where it's cold and and they need to be inside and everybody else at the high school level or or travel levels are inside too so it's an extreme challenge to be able to fit all that stuff in but we'll have more challenges moving forward so I think it's more about how we react and adapt to those challenges that ultimately determine our successes. And with that being said, we know like the fourth floor of the athletic department is going to be absolutely stunning when it's done. It's going to be uh, incredible. The third floor with uh, the gymnasium and stuff, the, the lighting is going to be updated and there's many updates in there. So uh, we have to be a little bit patient with what's happening. And I believe it's just uh, part of the process. And you're right. And, and, and that's why I, I love the business we're in of educational athletic, because I do believe it's, it's teaching us life lessons, teaching us how to handle adversity and, and how to respond to certain things that are beyond our control that help make the outcome better. And, and construction's a perfect example of that because it's so fluid. And I'm very thankful, Tim Martz and Facility, that it's communicated well. We meet weekly to, to get updates and such, and we're allowed to walk around and check things out because you're right, it's going to be exciting when, when we're done. The fourth floor is going to be an amazing place for our coaches and student athletes. 
And that was our focus throughout this process is to give them a space that will be beneficial to them and, and even recruits coming in, you know, to, to, to sell them on our history and tradition. Um, you and I are both big on, on the LCC brand and, and the STARS logo, and that will be present, um, very visible upstairs on the fourth floor. And, and not many people come and visit us on the fourth floor, so we're hoping it's more welcoming and, 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 and a meeting space for many people on campus as, you know, we want to integrate with the rest of the college. So it will be exciting. It, it, we're we're going to be very happy when it's done. You know, it's crazy how the layout of the Gannon building is. You have the locker rooms on the second floor. You have the gymnasium on the third floor and our office is on the fourth floor. We always joke that uh, the architects m- must not have liked athletics to put us on three different le- levels in a building to, to make us go, you know, but, you know, we both like the stairs over the elevator. So we definitely get our work out there and, and there's enough stairs in the Gannon to get us where we we need to be. But to your point, in this area, there's not a lot of multi-purpose facilities, so that's been a, been a challenge. As I mentioned, Great Lakes Christian College has been instrumental in allowing us to play games there. The Lansing School District allowing us to practice and play volleyball there in the fall. We went undefeated in Don Johnson Fieldhouse in volleyball, so and I, I got to fight my coach not to want to go back there and get back to Gannon next year. But just all those hurdles, you know, like you said, it's cold outside, and you know, carrying equipment from here to there, or you know, if we're not allowed to store. Things, So that's taken a lot of our time over the last four months that this has taken place. But to your point that, you know, the end result will be very beneficial to our our student athlete, the college and the community. So you get frustrated on a daily basis. But like you said, you just got to stay positive and look at what the end result would be and how exciting that fourth floor will be and in our gym will be you know most people take for granted the lighting but I can tell you that's as an AD that's one of the biggest complaints I get is when photographers come in that's either too bright not bright I need flashes um, and when they use the flash photography you got you know spectators saying it impacts their their eye they might get headaches from it you know but lighting is very important in a gymnasium and and the, ours with you know new LED lighting that we put in there will be energy efficient and and I think will alleviate a lot of of those concerns, you know, uh, you know, how, how time has changed, you know, with water fillers instead of drinking fountains, you know, we'll have a lot more water fillers in the third and fourth floor that will be beneficial, especially as student athletes, you know, you see a lot of student athletes carrying jugs of water and it's very important to their daily um, nutrition. So um, it's just important that we, we stay the course and, and communicate and you know just work together and i think you know the college has been very good to us in that part as is the surrounding community as we both know we want to be an integral part of downtown lansing the capital city and we've been fortunate to develop some relationships and utilize some resources that have allowed us to practice and use other facilities in this area i mean it's not much different than you i mean you know you know currently our baseball field is is owned by the city of Lansing and so with our softball field so we have a nice relationship with them but this this just ties into that so you experience that on a regular basis of, of being off campus and having a facility that you have to, to travel to from the downtown and you've had to use a couple of different facilities to here and you know we both have that goal of, of building a, a facility on campus in the near future as I know our, our college does too so any other things you think of on construction or the fourth floor? What's most exciting to you about the fourth floor or our op- new office space? Or 
The fourth floor is just going to be a more opening. Uh, you mentioned that very few people come up there, and it, and it was definitely closed off and dark and everything else. So it's going to be more open to students and student athletes, and it's a good place where they can another place on campus that they can study overlooking the gym. I've been told you're going to have free pizza and uh, waters and pops up there for the people that want to come up and visit, a nice couch to take naps on, and different things like that. So I, I think it's just going to be better for the student-athletes in the whole. I agree, and that'd be awesome if we did free pizza. Um, I would love to do free pizza, but we are, you know, there, we have incorporated spaces that are multifunctional up there, you know, a viewing space for the contest in the gymnasium, comfort spaces for our student athletes to study and meet up there, spaces for our coaches to meet with recruits and spaces for our coaches to congregate more. Our previous office layout had, you know, was kind of separated and, and segregated. And this one, I think, had a better flow where our coaches will be together and, and can collaborate and, and work together and just, again, talk about athletic topics. We take for granted our, you know, that space. I, I could, you know, work on a table in, in the commons area, but we're very fortunate that LCC has put in the resources to improve our space and, and really help our student athletes out and have a, a space to, to go to. And we will work hard on getting them up there if it is free pizza at certain times or, or, uh, or other things. So, you know, as we talked about, it started in August and now we're in December here. And, you know, as we talked December, exam week as we we are taping this just crazy where the semester goes and for us that's you know this is important every day is an important time of year for us but as seasons wind down there's a lot of reflection a lot of work to be done eligibility and, and, and auditing and, and grade checks for next semester so this is a very important time for our athletic office as classes wind down and grades get turned in and, and we're very fortunate got you to help me out with all this process but we have success coaches and advisors and tutors for our student athletes to to help us and and they're integral I mean especially crunch time it you know we preferably would prefer our students to continue and consistently do well throughout the semester but as we know some are are really crunching right now to, to finish strong and unfortunately we have resources in place because it's a lot of moving parts of finishing this semester while also preparing for next semester and throw in there another thing for student athletes is intercession. There's a little session coming up in between the semester that student athletes can make up credits to help them become eligible. Um, you experienced this. This is important for your baseball program. What what stands out to you this time of year with, with all those things going on with classes wrapping up? It's super important and it's different from for student athletes than it is just for students. If you've happen to not pass a class you can as a as a general student you can take that class again but if you happen to maybe not pass a class as a student athlete you you may not be eligible to play that sport and there's those sports are a big reason why those student athletes are here um, because it's been successful programs so it's it's a little bit different so if we don't have really strong success coaches or advisors or the support system then those student athletes will struggle and that's where the strong tutoring comes in and, and all of that everybody that is here has access to that stuff it's just a little different ramifications for a student versus a student athlete so when I think about the grade checks and the things that eligibility that's coming up it's a little more impactful for those student athletes because it can change the course of their lives. Correct. You know, we're fortunate. We have over 150 student athletes and in over a 3.0 GPA and almost 50% of those are academic 
all Americans or MCCAA, but there is a small percentage that this is a difficult time of year for them and could impact them for the rest of their life because we will lose a couple of student athletes that will become ineligible in another couple of weeks. And it's hard to get those student athletes back once we lose them. So that's why we're really trying to utilize the resources that LCC has available to all the students, as you mentioned, but particularly to our student athletes so that we can try and help every one of them succeed. And as we both know in the law averages, that doesn't always work out, but it's a very stressful time time for many students and student athletes. The word exam has usually a negative connotation to it, but in the end, it's so does discipline. So true. And in uh, in our world, discipline is something every day, not necessarily punishment. But again, back to how you look at perspective and, and, you know, we do study halls for our team. We do team check-ins. We're working hard to to try and help those student athletes succeed, but unfortunately we still will have a small percentage that will need even more help in the next couple of weeks to see where their path goes um, moving forward. But, you know, as we wrap up this semester, you have any memories that stand out or things that stand out from, you know, the, the fall of 2022? One of the bigger things that stands out to me is just the amount of people back on campus. It's such a difference from a year ago. So whether it was the student athlete orientation that started in August or the home slash at another facility, uh, you know, whether it was volleyball or men's and women's basketball or cross country, it's uh, it's been really well supported. And as you walk around, whether it's in Gannon or TLC or anywhere else, you see you see a lot of a lot of people and a lot of people who are trying to get better and, and learn and, and grow. And it's it's nice to be you know encompassed by that. Totally agree. It, it is exciting to see um, more students back on campus, student athletes in particular. But even walking over here today and and running into the athletes out on and the campus mall and such and all the activities that this college provide you know provides you know there are activities going on in the Gannon Hall as we walk by pizza with the professors and you know the welcome back week and the party with the Fred that just seemed like yesterday that we were dunking Dr. Robinson but you know now we wrap up another um, semester and, and head into exams and all the support there that our college does for exams. And you're right, ebbs and flows of this semester, as you mentioned, with our teams. Some teams are have completed their seasons, some are in the middle, and some are starting right around the corner. So, you know, that's the exciting thing about athletics, the, the, the seasons, that you know, the new starts, the, the struggle through the middle, and, and the reflection on, on completed seasons. And our goal is to always get better and, and be better the next day. So, um, how an exciting time for us. Um, any favorite moments over the last week? I'm not going to bring up any World Cup today. The U.S. lost after the recording of this, so we can move on to the other events in, in the sports world. You know, just to me, you know, right now as we tape this, it's college football and all the traditions in, in that in ca- campuses do in college football. Um, it's pretty pretty neat to me. Um, the one that stands out is um, a lot of talk at the University of Iowa where before their game they wave up to the hospital. They have cancer kids on the on the fourth floor, I believe, and they the whole stadium waves. Some stadiums do songs or dances and such, but that one's pretty special and getting a lot of attention as we wrap up the college football season that we'll have to come up with one here at LCC, our own tradition at some of our facilities as we get more students and spectators back on campus. As you mentioned, that's, that's exciting for us. Once that gym opens, hopefully in January, and we have parking, you know, that'll be an exciting time to, to do some cool events here on campus. So 
Well, thank you, Stephen. And again, I thought we, you know, as we, as we conclude this this semester and, you know, talk about our, you know, our construction schedule and, and what the end of the academic semester means to us. Still a lot going on as we head into a break in the semesters, but a lot of good things going on on campus. Again, exciting to talk about that, exciting to look forward. And until next time, audience, go to lccstars.com to get more information on our athletic program and or LCC Connect to get more on other information going on on campus. Go Stars! Stars on Sports is recorded live at the WLNZ studios. Engineering and production assistance are provided by Didalian Lowry. You can listen to this episode and other episodes of Stars on Sports on demand at lccconnect.org. To find more information about our athletic program, visit lccstars.com. Thanks for listening. Go Stars! Celebrating one year of LCC Connect, visit us online at lccconnect.com and click on the Celebrate tab to find out more. We are LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. Lansing Community College's Business and Community Institute provides businesses with customized, synergistic trainings that realize logistical opportunity. Learn more about the future of business today at lcc.edu bci. If you're a guy turning 18, you need to register with the Selective Service System. It's the law, and we wanted to make absolutely sure you get the message, so we brought in someone we knew you'd pay attention to. 50 push-ups! Uh, hey, coach. Get on that computer! SSS.gov! Not fast enough! 50 jumping jacks! It's for your own good, because not registering with Selective Service could cost you a shot at college loans and grants, federal jobs, job training, and in most states, it could even cost you a driver's license. I'm talking to you! Run that hill! 50 hills! Go to sss.gov to register with Selective Service. Two minutes and you're done. It's just something you have to do. Pick up the pace! 50 ballet jumps over the alligator pit! Register with Selective Service at sss.gov within 30 days of turning 18. If you don't, the consequences could be ugly. Don't you smirk at me! 50 belly flops into moving traffic! Thank you for listening to LCC Connect. I'm Paul Schwartz, and I host a show called The Safety Plan. The Safety Plan is about the latest cyber scams and how to avoid them. You can catch The Safety Plan here on LCC Connect or listen anytime at lccconnect.org. Lansing Community College's downtown and west campus offer newly renovated conference and event spaces that can accommodate over 500 attendees. Professional event planners are available to guide you through your experience from setup to catering. LCC offers convenient locations, state-of-the-art technology and hybrid meeting capabilities, in-house catering, free event parking, and on-site customer service. For more information about LCC's conference and event spaces or to request a rental quote, please contact LCC's conference services at lcc-events at lcc.edu. This is WLNC Lansing.
You're listening to LCC Connect, a weekly program that features the voices, vibes, and vision of Lansing Community College. To find out more about LCC Connect programs or to listen on demand, visit us at lccconnect.org. LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision.